0: Welcome to extraterrestrial reality you know a lot of people uh don't really talk about the uh, French UFO invasion of nineteen fifty four and it's actually one of the most interesting times uh of this entire phenomenon um, I, the there were a lot of you know at, in nineteen forty seven there were there were many um Know sightings of UFOs from from 47 you know into the early 50s, but then there were not only were there UFOs, there were landed UFOs, and not only were there landed UFOs being reported, but there were also humanoid beings, and most of the time these beings were between three and four feet tall, according to reports. And it was happening in a lot of different places, but uh, it's interesting, uh, Jacques Valli, the the famous uh, French ufologist he uh he put a book together back in the late 60s called passport to mango magonia on ufos folk- folklore and parallel worlds and uh in, in the appendix of that book he just has all the, it's like it's like listed like uh he has a whole bunch of different sightings just you know you know basically a different uh reports uh, that happened like he has the dates and the like basically uh You know, all the things that he gathered throughout his investigations up to that point, all these all these reports. But he uh, if you look at the appendix, he has them all all listed here uh, in uh, like bulletin style. And uh, one of the first ones, well, there were quite a few humanoid uh, reports, but uh, one of the most famous ones was one that happened on September 10th, 1954 in France. Uh, And here's what he wrote in here. Uh, A metal worker, Marius de Wilde, 34, came out of his house as a dog was barking and saw a dark object on the railroad tracks, then observed two dwarfs walking toward it. When he tried to stop them, he found himself paralyzed as a strong orange light was projected at him. The creatures were under one meter tall, bulky, and wore dark diving suits. No faces or arms were visible. Traces made on... By an object of estimated weight thirty tons were noted by French Air Force and police. So basically, what happened here? If you could, you could read more, that's he only he doesn't talk. Get into it too much here. Uh, but uh, what basically happened was this: DeWild, uh, you know, he, he his dog's barking like crazy. So he, he goes outside to see what's going on, and uh, he uh, he sees these two, two, three and a half feet tall three and a half foot tall beings walking toward this dark object that's sitting on top of the railroad tracks. So he tries to run in front of them because he wants to see what they, what's going on here, right? He's curious. And as he's going toward them, all of a sudden there's uh, on the, on the object that's on the tracks, this saucer, this little object that apparently these things showed up in, you know, a little square opens up and a beam of light hits him and he's paralyzed and he can't move his legs. And then these two things just get in the thing and they just fly away. Well, he, he felt like it was, this was important. Yeah, he, he went to the police. DeWild went to the police. He told them about it. And, uh, you know, it ended up in newspapers. It was a big story in France. And uh, actually, the, the the marks on the tracks that they found there was indentations on the railroad ties, those big wooden railroad ties, right? There was indentations that that the Air Force uh, and police said that it would have taken thirty an object had to be thirty tons. There were five of them. There were five marks on the on the on the tracks themselves. It would have taken an object thirty tons to make those marks. But that was just the, you know this was just the tip of the iceberg in France during 1950 in nineteen fifty four. The reports just kept on coming. Um, in september seventeenth nineteen fifty four in France uh, according to valley uh, uh a young man uh he met a being in a diving suit who made friendly gestures. He was very small and had a voice inhuman and incomprehensible. The witness could not move throughout the encounter. He saw the creature enter the object on the road about three millimeters by one millimeter in size. It took off like lightning, throwing a greenish light and this just kept on building up, building up by October. The, the, the incidents going on in France were, it was just ridiculous. There were all, all the time there was these beings, you know, people were seeing these beings, you know, that were showing up and, uh, you know, they would see them just, there'd be a landed crafter there and there'd be like you, most of the time there were like these three and a half foot tall, four foot tall beings with big heads, uh, walking around imagine okay let's just go back to the, the, the wild here for a minute imagine this now you, you you're seeing these things i mean uh, there's a there's a there's a freaking flying saucer sitting on the railroad tracks and you see these two little things walking toward it with big heads you know and, and <laughs> imagine being in that situation actually it happened to him again later on um there was there were other he had another incident at a, that another incident that it, he was with this four year old son and was just and later on in October he had another incident and he didn't want to report it at that at, at the time it was again it was on the tracks and this time he saw seven little beings come out uh and and didn't get back in and take off but there were things going on like crazy in France at the time uh here from october 1st 1954 uh, um, uh, near in braille france a man and his dog were paralyzed as a luminous white object dived toward them and climbed again and this is he just listened there there's a bunch of uh valley has a, uh, in this index there's just an um, incredible amount of lists listings of different incidents that happened throughout the years and again in 1954 in france was just incredible here's another one from october 1st 1954 uh near lujan's in france in branges which is near lujan's coming home at night gilbert prudent saw a lighted object on the side of the road it had a flat section and sort of a mushroom on top as he approached it the object became dark and took off vertically with a soft whistling sound and it just goes on and on there was a lot of uh Here's another one from october third, nineteen fifty four in France. A circular craft was seen by Jean Allery between Montmoreau and Villachot Laviette. It seemed to be gliding on the ground. It showed luminous spots and became completely illuminated when it took off. It was about one point two meters high grass was found flattened and scorched over an area seven meters across so that was another thing that these things were leaving evidence behind a lot of people say well there's no there's no proof of uh alien visitation well there's proof there was proof all over france in 1954 not just france there was other places this was happening for but for some reason in 1954 there was many many incidents uh Here was an interesting one from October 2nd, 1954. Uh, In Caudiapine, a mechanic, Ernest Delatra, 19, was riding home on his motor scooter when an egg-shaped object, brilliantly illuminated, landed on the left side of the road 15-millimeter, 15-millimeter, Meters away, he saw short, dark shapes like potato bags <laughs> moving about the object. He sped up, saw the object the size of a small bus taking off while its color changed from orange to blue and then to grayish blue. The witness fainted while telling his story. Two persons in neighboring villages independently reported observing the object. So, so again, small beings to him from from, from wherever his position was. These things look like potato bags. You know, you know what a bag of potatoes looks like. I mean. It's, so so this, this young man, 19 years old, sees a couple of potato bags walking around, and there's a, 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 an object. Uh, and it just goes on and on. I, I'm going to leave a link for this. You could actually read this book uh, online for, for free, and I will leave a link to this because it's very interesting. Again, if you go to the back and go to the index, you'll see all these incidents that were going on in France in 1954. just fantastic. Um uh, I mean, it was just, not. wasn't it just. It was some. Some were just objects. Some. Some saw the objects on the road. Some saw them. Saw beings near it. Here's one from October fifth, nineteen fifty-four, in Le Mans, uh, the east end of Le Mans on Route nine or N twenty-three. Renault employees were going to work when they saw near the road a luminous object on the ground and felt pricklings and a sort of paralysis. The object emitted a burst of green light and flew away very low over the fields so what was going on back then why were we you know it's interesting you know what was going on back then why were they you know they didn't seem to care these these beings or you know w were they all from the same uh planet or were there's a were there a bunch of them uh from different places all at the same time do, uh, whatever they're doing uh some, some of them were seen you know picking up foliage off the ground and you know as innocent as that. And, but, but anybody who gets close to them gets paralyzed. Like, you know, with De Wild, there was, there was other cases here like that where, where people were getting paralyzed by these things. Uh, here's from October 7th, 1954 in France, another France. The, the crew of several fishing boats saw a luminous orange-colored uh, colored object over the coast, apparently surrounded by dense smoke. Villagers saw the same object and stated independently that it came within 10 meters of the ground, then flew away to the southeast uh and even at the same time while this insanity was going on in france there was stuff going on you know all over the world uh in america all over the middle east in tehran iran on on october 8th 1954 uh there was a, a general gentleman uh guest sim fili of was on the second floor of his house when he saw a luminous white flying object stop, stop in midair 20 meters away. Lights were shining from the rear and the sides of the craft, inside which... Could be seen a small man dressed in black, wearing a mask with a trunk like an elephant. I was standing with both hands on both hands on the bar of the balcony, looking with astonishment at this strange object when I suddenly felt as though I were being drawn up toward the object by a magnet. Mr. Feix cried out in terror and woke up his neighbors. The object shot straight up, emitting sparks, and it was lost to sight almost immediately. See again, it just-it just continues, it just continues and continues. There were just so many uh, things going on in 1950 war. It's just amazing. Now, some people would say, you know, a lot of debunkers would probably want to tell you that, well, that was just mass hysteria, you know. <laughs> uh, no, and all these people aren't lying. And let's say even if 80% of them were lying, what about the other 20% that were seeing beings walking around? And uh, I mean, it, uh. You know, here in Belgium, a, a, a mailman saw a cigar-shaped object land, and this was on October ninth, 1954. Two silhouettes approximately human were seen aboard. So they were, again, these these beings were making themselves known at the time. Um uh, Here's another one from France on October ninth, 1954. Mr. Baralt was riding his bicycle when he suddenly saw a figure in a diving suit aiming a double beam of light at him. The individual had boots without heels and very bright eyes, walked on the road for one minute and went into the forest. The witness was paralyzed throughout the incident. The entity had a hairy chest and two lights, one above the other, in front of him. You know, strange. I mean, these things apparently look different, but a lot of them, you know, most of them that were reported were, were, were small. Uh, they're, you know, so small, thin bodies, big heads, and a lot of them were wearing diving suits, apparently, what they described as diving suits. You, you have to imagine maybe, you know, this was <laughs> some of these things were, you know, maybe they, they, they can't breathe their air and they weren't wearing, they had to wear something. They had to use some sort of suit, like a space suit. Uh, but it's just amazing. You check this out and, and you read this. This is really interesting stuff, all these different incidents that were going on. Uh, here's one from October 10th, 1954 in France. A math professor, Mr. Bone, observed a silvery disc about seven meters in diameter rise silently from a point about 250 meters to the side of the road. Spinning, it dived to the ground from an altitude of about 800 meters then flew off horizontally at a dizzying speed. There were just stuff going on all the time all the time uh, incredible stories um uh, the second one for for uh, uh de wilde happened on the 10th of october um he on, on october 10th of 1954 he he saw one and that's you know that's when he was with his four-year-old son um and he saw seven small men and he, he heard them speaking in a language that didn't he couldn't understand. Uh, it's just amazing what was going on. And uh, but it's just this is just something that's never talked about. I mean, <laughs> what was going on in 1954, especially in France? Uh, I mean, no, it wasn't just UFOs that they were seeing. They were seeing landed UFOs, and a lot of times they were seeing. Uh, Landed UFOs with beings nearby. In fact, the, not only that, but they actually saw them flying. Like when the wild saw that saucer, uh, when though he couldn't move, he was par- the first time he was paralyzed, and he saw these things get in. He saw the stairs going up and everything, and then just taking off. Just amazing, amazing period of time for for, uh, for this phenomenon. Uh, 1954, especially in France. France is an unbelievable. I mean I'm going through I'm looking at every every just about every single case here France France another and it's all through October uh here here's another one October 14th 1954 uh in France a farmer observed an orange sphere land and went and he went near it he live found it he it had a sh- uh, it was shaped like a flattened dome um it was transparent and a dark figure could be seen inside after remaining at ground level for 10 minutes it flew north while a bright cloud suddenly slowly fell to the ground at the site when the witness arrived home he found his clothes covered with a white film of adhesive substance not unlike paraffin wax you know it just goes on and on and on and move and it, it's just amazing an amazing time in France 1954 the the amount of cases the amount of of beings sighted and people getting multiple cases of people, uh, getting hit with some sort of, a array and then being, uh, becoming paralyzed. Uh, obviously these beings didn't want uh, human beings to get anywhere near them, uh, while they, they were doing whatever, while they were doing whatever they were doing, <clears throat> but yes uh i i highly recommend this passport to magonia it's free it's you know I, I will leave the link uh in the description and uh it's a must read for it's, it it does if you're interested in ufo's you really need to look into the 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 invasion of france in 1954 by extraterrestrials because it's it's just unbelievable it's just incredible and this there's just no way that all of this was uh you know mass hysteria no No. uh moving on now you know it's funny it's uh very funny actually when you think about how this whole this whole thing has been playing out over time i mean it's almost you can see a pattern here of how the of how these aliens are you know What's been going on? You look at 1947 into the early 50s. You don't hear much about. You don't hear anything about humanoids except for later on. We hear about the crash at Roswell and there were bodies. Okay, so okay, that's that's one thing. But you didn't hear about. There weren't people saying, "Hey, there was." There, I saw this. You know, in the late 40s, early 50s, you didn't really hear much about people seeing humanoids and landed UFOs and humanoids walking around, little three or three and a half foot, four foot tall beings with big heads. You didn't hear about about that back in the but but then in the early fifties as time moves on, you start seeing all these reports with not only uh, were there landed craft and there was evidence that there was the craft was these craft had landed, but also you hear all these reports from multiple people, hundreds and hundreds of people all over the world, you know, especially in France in nineteen fifty four for whatever reason, that there are. Uh, You know they're they seeing these beings. They're they're not only are they seeing uh, flying saucers, they're seeing flying saucers land, take off, and they're actually seeing, you know, feet on the ground, boots on the ground, as you will. Um, So these, so you see the the progression here, how this thing move move forward. Basically, it starts off. There's a lot of sightings. They show up in force. It's almost like a show of force, basically. You know, Kenneth. Kenneth Arnold sees a whole bunch of them flying all, you know, like 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 you know, like if they were at war, you know, in 1947, that starts the whole thing off. So a lot of people saw, you know, during that when they first showed up in 1947, there was a lot of times where they would see multiple craft together flying in in, in formation, apparently, and that went on into the early 50s. There was a lot of cases in the early 50s, and some of them have been caught on film uh, with these things flying in uh, and pictures. There were photographs taken um so it's interesting that you see how that progresses okay it starts off for people are just seeing them then then later on a few years later all of a sudden there's people landed craft people getting paralyzed you know rays getting shot at them and they can't move but there's beings they see them traipsing about and they get in their craft and take off so then that happens and then and you know you don't you no nobody really hears about this case. You know, everyone everyone talks about the first case, the first abduction case that people talk about was 1961 Betty and Barney Hill, but however, uh there was one that happened in 1957 uh, in Brazil, uh, a, a guy Antonio Villas Boas was abducted and uh you know, and here's some of the I could read some of the stuff here it's on Wikipedia. He <clears throat> At the, here, this is the villa Boas story and I'll leave a link for this Wikipedia article this is, I've read this article I've read about this Villas Boas and other many books that I have it's it's mentioned but I will read this off Wikipedia here so you get an idea what this guy went through at the time of his alleged abduction Antonio Villas Boas was a 23 year old Brazilian farmer who was working at night to avoid the hot temperatures of the day on October 16th 1957 he was plowing fields near Se- seo francisco de sal when he saw what he described as a red star in the night sky according to his story the star approached his position growing in size until it became recognizable as a roughly circular or egg-shaped aerial craft With a red light at its front and a rotating cupola on top, the craft began descending to land in the field, extending three legs as it it did so. At that point, Boas decided to run from the scene. According to Boas, he first attempted to leave the scene on his tractor, but when its lights and engine died after traveling only a short distance, he decided to continue on foot. However, he was seized by a one-point five-meter, five-foot-tall humanoid, who was wearing gray coveralls and a helmet. Its eyes were small and blue, and instead of speech, it made noises like barks or yelps. Three similar beings then joined the first in subduing Boas, and they dragged him inside their craft once inside the craft Boas said that he was stripped of his clothes and covered from head to toe with a strange gel he was then led into a strange semicircular room through a doorway that had strange red symbols written over it Boas claimed that he was able to memorize these symbols and later reproduce them for investigators in the room the beings took samples of Boas Boas's blood from his chin after this he was then taken to a third room and left alone for around a half an hour during this time some kind of gas Was pumped into the room, which made Boas become violently ill. Shortly after this, Boas claimed that he was joined in the room by another humanoid. This one, however, was female, very attractive, and naked. She was the same height as the other beings he had encountered, with a small pointed chin and large blue cat like eyes. The hair on her head was long and white, somewhat like platinum blonde, but her underarm and pubic hair were bright red. Boas said he was strongly attracted to the woman and the two had sexual intercourse. During this act, Boas noted that the female did not kiss him, but instead ripped him, nipped him on the chin. When it was all over, the female smiled at Boas, rubbing her belly and gestured upwards. Boas took this to mean that she was going to raised their child in space. The female seemed relieved that their task was over and Boas himself said that he felt angered by the situation because he felt as though he had been little more than a good stallion for the humanoids. Boas said that he was then given back his clothing and taken on a tour of the the ship by the humanoids. During this tour, he said that he attempted to take a clock-like device as proof of his encounter, but was caught by the humanoids and prevented from doing so. He was then escorted off the ship and watched as it took off, glowing brightly. When Boas returned home, he discovered that four hours had passed. Antonio Villa's boas later became a lawyer, married and had four children. He stuck to th- to the story of his alleged abdu- abdu- abduction for his entire life. So there you go. That was before Betty and Barney Hill. That happened 4 years before Betty and Barney Hill, but again, you see the progression and this guy didn't make this story up. This was not who the hell's going to go make it. This guy never made any money off. He, he, he never tried to uh, cash in on this on the story. He just Said this is what happened and this is it and you take it or leave it. So it's interesting though. Again, we get to the, the to the progression of you know what's how this whole thing has been unfolding over the decades. They show up in forty seven, okay, in the early fifties. There's there's they they started uh, testing the waters on this planet. Obviously checking things out. You know take you know pulling plants out of the ground and getting back in their ship. And anybody any human get near them. They they hit them array okay then by the late fifties now that you're talking about you're you hearing stories like this abduction the Villas Boas story and then the early sixties Betty and Barney Hill they're getting abducted for whatever purpose you know is, is some is it a hybridization program who knows and you know, it's all guesswork and no, 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 we really don't know but it just goes on like this and then you know it, it, it progress it's been progressing like this for years. I mean, it, it seems like it's been a, a progression. What, what's the purpose? What, what why why have things happened the way they have? Okay, they show up and then, you know, they they get closer to us, then they start abducting us. Now, what's next? What's next? Is there anything next or is it just is it just your curiosity or are they are we, are we, are they using us for some hybridization program? Maybe it's not all of them, maybe some of them are I, I who knows. It's it, you know, all of it could be true and but there could be things we can't even think of you know what's going on here or what's what's in store next you know what's you know what's coming next from these things i mean how many are here what's you know are there bad ones are there good ones i mean there's some that want to get rid of there could be some that want to get rid of us maybe there's some that there there's some this whole thing has been okay we, you know we like this plan okay this is a great planet okay you know we now we got to get rid of these humans is that the plan I, who knows you know i'm sure there's some people in our government that might have some ideas on this but they won't tell us anything at this point but uh yeah, it's very interesting to see the progression of this. Okay, first, like I said, uh, you see they they, they arrive. Okay, and let's before I even go, uh, go further with what I'm about to say. Okay, yes, I, I acknowledge that you know there's been UFOs reported throughout the centuries. I mean this 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 has been going on before 1947. I mean obviously there's been things you know that show there's UFOs that show up in paintings, flying saucers, and in paintings and uh it looks like there's aliens drawn by by primitive man and caves i mean there's all kinds of things that's been going on apparently so we we might have been being visited it excuse me visited and monitored uh all the all you know for all those uh centuries and then of course you know is it's funny that 1947 only two years after uh we started playing with atomic bombs they show up in force apparently. Uh, did that send a message out? Okay, now, okay, now these, okay, oh, these, this could be dangerous. This could, you know, they're going to endanger themselves. They're going to endanger us if they keep progressing onto this violent uh, course that they're on. You know, who knows? I mean, it's but it's funny how that. Uh, not two years after the war ends, I mean, we had the, the Holocaust. Are they aware of the Holocaust? Are they aware of what the Nazis did? Uh, they probably look at that and say, "Holy moly!" You know, look what these people will do to each other. And then, of course, the atomic bomb—the fact that you know <laughs> we came up with atomic, <coughs> the fact that we came up with atomic uh, atomic bombs—we we've invented we invented that. We, okay, we could become a problem. So then, you know, and then then they start landing, they start you know checking things out, uh, then they start abducting us, uh, and now it seems like you know there there's there's stuff all the time being, you know, they're all over the place right now. There's flying so all the time. There, I mean, some you'll see, you'll find a lot of them on the internet. But there's some things that just are unex- they can't be explained other than extraterrestrial. It's just it's a simple fact. I mean, there are there are images uh, uh, that people are finding in in, in NASA video and photographs. Uh, you know, stuff that's taken by the government. You just can't. The government's not going <laughs> to. Actually, they try to hide it when it when 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 that happens. But, you know, so, and there's some things that are happening that are, are still happening, that continue to happen. There are sightings all the time. There's There are many videos and and, and pictures taken of these things, mostly videos these days, actually. Some videos, of course, are going to be phonies. There's going to be a lot of people. I, I, I've i seen it all over the internet. You can actually tell a lot of times the phonies. Some of them are hard to tell. But you know that in, in all those images and all those videos, you know that there's some real stuff in there. You know there's some real McCoys. Not everyone's, you know... Making a, a a business out of, you know, coming up with phony pictures of UFOs. No, that's just not how it works. I mean, that's just not how it is. I mean, you could, a smart eye could look at, at videos and you know when somebody's pulling your leg. I mean, there's a lot of different groups out there on Facebook and whatnot that other social media platforms where people just post these videos that are plainly, plainly phony, CGI. And then there's other things that, you know, this isn't cgi this is somebody filming something with their cell phone you can hear them talking in the background there's other people there with their cell phones looking at them you know and then you then sometimes you get from multiple angles and so you know they're not they're not phony but yeah um what's next you know what's next